Malachi? Yeah, okay. I'm here. Just checking yeah. in. Just checking in. <laughs> we got one more round. Come on. Rally, 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 rally. Malachi? No, Malachi? Me, Malachi? Don't, don't make me do zip, zap, zop with you guys to get the energy up in here. That wouldn't work. I would walk right the fuck out of here. <laughs> Profitably on. Hey, no. You. There we I go. I walk right the fuck <laughs> out of here. There we go. I got your attention. I got your, I got a shot of adrenaline into Malachi. It's <laughs> <laughs> a corny ass shit. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Mission accomplished. You can eat. I wonder if we could get Olive Garden to um, to uh, sponsor sponsor this podcast. You think so? I'll write in. I wonder. Do uh, do a spot for Olive Garden. Do a quick quick spot for Olive Garden. Olive Garden, and I'll uh, I'll send it in. Okay, send it to him. Hello. Do you like having dinner at places where you feel like you're welcome, and you feel like as soon as you walk in the door, hey, this is a place where I can enjoy eating some food. Well, come on down to Olive Garden. Well, we have that. You can sit down in comfortable chairs and talk to people who ask what you want to eat. <clears throat> what do we have to eat, you say? Well, that's a great question. As soon as you walk in the door, you'll smell it. You can order whatever you like. The waiters will be great to you. And then you'll have a wonderful experience because when you're here, you have a good time. That's, Thanks for coming to Olive Garden. Do, do you like never ending pasta but like your tummy hurts when you eat too much that's okay because we just added a vomitorium here at olive garden so you can go and puke all of the pasta up and continue to enjoy the endless never-ending fettuccine alfredo malachi i like i like your spot because we can actually just we'll be able to just superimpose any other restaurant name over the top of all <laughs> for a bunch of different restaurants so we'll get yeah. after we record today we'll just all get right. you saying the Hold name on. of every chain restaurant here we in go. the united states olive garden Burger King, Hardee's, Pizza Hut. You have to do a take where it sounds like you're laughing as you say it, too. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Starbucks? Perfect. Hmm. Right. Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, cast a wide net, man. Why not? Let's go. Let's shoot for the moon here. This is good. We'll, uh, we'll be able to send a bunch of these out. <laughs> let's do one of these. Get it done. Welcome back to Versus. It's the only game show where whoever has the most points at the end wins. I'm Game Master Drew, and I'm joined today in the studio here by John Moreno and Malachi Nimmons. What's up, everybody? Hi! Dynamic dynamite. That's what they call these two. Malachi, shaken, stirred, or option the third? Hey, man, option the third, baby. And what is it, baby? That's both, shaken and stirred. Hell yeah. That's right. If you (laughs) shake it and you stir it, you won't have to worry about it. Johnny, why do they call you Jonathan the Bold Boy Moreno? Because I will boldly answer a question I do not know the answer to. You will do that. Uh, Every time. (laughs) I've seen you do that. Fantastic. Bold boy. As always, we'll go through three rounds of games meant to test your bodies, your minds, not just those two things, but also your spirits. Are we ready for round one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we learned last time, you know. As ready as I usually am. Give a shit about your answer to that question. (laughs) (laughs) Round one, this one's called, Are You Going to the Store? Nope. For this round, our players... (laughs) All right, Malachi's not going to the store. 100 points to John. Thank you. Bam. (laughs) All right, round two. Round two. Uh, Let's try it, though. Let's try it. Round one, this one's called, Are You Going to the Store? (laughs) 
For this round, our players will engage in a deadly game of grocery lists. The player to go first will state, are you going to the store? Grab me a blank, starting off the list. The second player will say, are you going to the store? Grab me a blank, stating the first thing and adding a second thing. The players will then go back and forth, stating all the previous items from the list and adding a new one until someone flubs the flubber. Got it? Yeah. It's easy enough. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Are you going to the store? Grab me a pineapple. Uh, are you going to the store? Would you grab me a pineapple and a banana? Are you going to the store? Would you grab me a pineapple, a banana, and one of those big old dark black working people that love to mop the floors and have the big veiny arms? Okay. Points to Malachi. <laughs> nope. Nope. Points to John, because you wouldn't go buy that at the store, Malachi. Wait, hey, wait a minute. I, I beg to differ. I should have known. I beg to differ. What kind of store is it? I mean, and it's what almo- time is it's it? It's almost Columbus Day. Yep. It's and a- what day is it? What okay. year is it? I will be more specific. It is a modern day grocery store. <laughs> That could be on me. Let's try it again. We'll start with Johnny this time. Actual things you can get at the store. John will not be forced to say horrible things. I bet there's a store somewhere where you can find find it. I mean, I hope not. I mean, you're probably right. Unfortunately, I think it's the dark web. Unfortunately, is the answer to that question. But that's not funny at all. Let's start with Johnny. Are you going to the store? Would you get me some bleach? Are you going to the store? Would you get me some bleach and a mop? Are you going to the store? Would you get me some bleach and a mop? And those Halloween-themed double-stuffed orange Oreos? Are you going to the store? Would you get me some bleach and a mop and those Halloween-themed double-stuffed Halloween Oreos? Damn, you were so you had it. Fuck, yeah, but you can't add so many adjectives. I that seemed with it seemed so a lot more the, reasonable than the thing you were trying to do. That's not it was wrong because that's not <laughs> no, actually that doesn't add, that doesn't. Uh, I'd like to uh, like press a red button in the middle of the stage here. Hey, don't keep your hands on my. Is the challenge challenge button? <laughs> um, he added adjectives to it, so there was like bleach and mop that could work, but you can't say weird uh, cookies because that's not part of the brand. They're not like, hey, come try Oreos, weird Halloween cookie thing. I love thingy. how this is still like, if you yeah, didn't you know see. that the previous round had happened, this might seem like sensible. Um, let's try one or two more times, depending on how much of this you guys can stomach. Okay. Start with Malachi this All time. All right. You're going to the store? I'm going to the store. Oh, you're going to the store? No, I'm going to the store. All right. You need anything? Um, All right, auto okay. ticket. All right, I'll see you later. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, hope it's a winner. You going to the store? Grab me some beef. Are you going to the store? Would you grab me some beef and a tortilla? Are you going to the store? Would you grab me some beef and a tortilla and some tapatio hot sauce? Are you going to the store? Would you get some beef, uh, a tortilla, uh, and uh, temp- oh, man? Ah, you got him, Malachi. See, you can do Damn. this. Johnny, let's do one more, and we'll start with Johnny, and then we'll move on. Um, are you going to the store? Uh, would you get me some Raid? Are you going to the store? Could you get me some Raid and some Coco Latin? Are you going to the store? <laughs> would you get me some Raid, some Coco Latin, and some Leche? Are you going to the store? Could you grab me some Raid, some Coco Latin, and some Leche, and some size 9 penny loafers? Are you going to the store? Would you get me some beef, some tortilla? Some... I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the last one. I don't know. Uh, from... Wow. All right. That brings it up to a tie game, I think. Who knows, though? You never know in the end. You never know what the score is, really. 
It could be whatever. Yeah. Who? You know what? I've I've learned that these points don't matter. About don't matter. No, no. There is a complicated algorithm. No that monetary goes into value. Calculating these points. I don't understand what you're talking about. No monetary. Just because you don't understand. Do just because you don't understand the blockchain doesn't mean it doesn't right. have monetary value, bro. It's mm. like the guy that threw out the gold necklace because he didn't know it was gold. If you don't make it shine, I'm not going to want it. Well, it's shiny, shiny, my friend. You can cash these points in on versuspod.com for a slew of free podcasts for, that I'm we have here already for all of that. that we have already released. <laughs> here for all of those. I don't. That doesn't help me. All right, round two. This it's almost one's worse than a prize. <laughs> <laughs> Having to do a podcast yeah, for free. No, I have to listen isn't. to myself again. <laughs> no, come on. They're hilarious. Everyone go listen to Versus. Yeah, several if times. If you aren't already, which, so many times. which you have to be, right? Round two. This one's called My Bad. For this game, I'll read a prompt of a bad thing that happened. Our players will each then have a chance to offer an excuse as if this thing were their fault, starting with My Bad. Whoever comes up with the best excuse wins points. All right. Um, we'll start. Malachi, why don't you give your excuse first? Your bad on some moldy bread. Oh, my bad. I was going to, because you told me to come and make sure that that didn't get moldy by throwing that and putting another loaf there. So what I was going to do was get the new loaf before I threw the old loaf out. You know, so it's still there. Like It was fine when I left it. But then I went to go um, get a new loaf of bread. And when I went out there, I didn't have my car. So I took somebody else's car um, and I went to the store and I got the bread. The thing was, when I said I got somebody else's car, they didn't know I was taking it. Um, so I got pulled over for stealing their car i did have the bread in the car um at the time i got arrested but that bread is also moldy now too this has been a few weeks it took me time to get back here so that would explain uh, the moldy bread here um it would exp- explain the moldy bread in the car um in your car it was your your car was the car that i took i'm sorry i'm also sorry for the moldy bread in Very your car and on the counter and for your car very sincere apology and a pretty damn good excuse if i've ever heard one sorry about that johnny what's your excuse for this moldy bread uh my bad you know when i moved into this place uh the refrigerator i guess it hadn't been replaced for several years and it was the refrigerator itself was completely full of mold right and so what i did though is i cleaned it i cleaned it i cleaned it i cleaned it and then i wanted to make you a fresh loaf of bread because i'm an amateur baker oh so yeah i took it and i needed it and i needed it and i put my love into it and i had rested it and then I put it into the refrigerator that had once been full of mold that I thought I had properly cleaned, but apparently I didn't. And as it was resting in the refrigerator, Sir Richard Branson called me and he wanted to take me on a Virgin Galactic space flight. And I was like, well, that's a one in a million opportunity. I'm not going to say no to that. I love space. Um, I love um, Star Trek. Um, Captain Kirk went to space and I was like, I want to follow in his footsteps, even though he did that with Elon Musk, not Sir Richard Branson. So it's not quite the same, but space, Final Frontier, you know, had to do it. So that took a hot minute. I went out there to Arizona. We took off, went up into solid space. We floated, floated for a minute. That was super cool. I came back and I forgot that I was making you the bread and it had been sitting in my once previously moldy refrigerator that I thought, again, I had properly cleaned, but apparently I did not. So when I finally baked the bread, it's not that the bread was necessarily moldy itself. It just like wasn't impugned with mold itself so like you couldn't necessarily see the mold you could definitely taste the mold and that was my bad 
well, that's your fault for not marketing that as an expensive new kind of bread, because I'm pretty sure that's what they do with the sourdough. Uh-uh. That's what, that's what they do. Plus, you got to go to space. Malachi had to go to prison. Awesome. Malachi's got to get the points for that one. Um, all right, let's do at least one more of these. Uh, Johnny, we'll start with you this time. The fact that Zeppelins never got popular as a legitimate mode of transportation. Um, my bad that Zeppelins never really took off as a major form of transportation. I mean, they were cool for a hot minute, you know, when the, when the flight race was going and you know, they wanted to say dirigibles were not like the same as actual airplanes, but like I, you could have your own personal dirigible and you could just like float that guy around. Like there was this dude in Paris who used to fly his dirigible around and like stop off at random pubs and just like have a drink. Imagine how badass that dude was. It's not my fault that I accidentally started a fire moments before the Hindenburg took off. That's, you know, was a coincidence, you know. Uh, and if I hadn't done that, would they have taken off more and replaced the airplane? I mean, maybe they're making a comeback. There's luxury dirigibles out there right now. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying that they are going to be more popular than airplane, but time will tell, man. You know. But the Hindenburg thing—that's my bad. I'm sorry about that. Malachi, why is it your fault that uh, Zeppelins never took off as a legitimate mode of transportation? My bad. The Zeppelins never took off as a legitimate mode of transportation, but it was all business. You know, I was a young whippersnapper just out of college got a job with Robert T. Blimp, and he's like, we gotta take these motherfuckers down. We're the number one flying weird shit, almost football-shaped thing in the air, but not really. <clears throat> not them. So we started out with the letter-writing campaign. <clears throat> I mean, this is quite some time ago, so that was very effective. We just write letters. Yo, you guys heard of this Zeppelin? Some bullshit, man. <laughs> Over there flying it, trying to... Why would you start with the letter Z? That's the last letter of the alphabet. We need to start with the letter B. That's the second one. It's not the first, but it's much better than the last. Blimps are cool. Fly with us. We started out with that, and then we started putting subliminal messages into cartoons and on the backs of cereal boxes. <laughs> Um, and then we started in- injecting serum into our United States soldiers so they would have fever dreams <laughs> about dying in Zeppelins and living in blimps. So over the course of 27 years, we finally were able to eradicate the world of Zeppelins and blimps live long and strong over every football game and every freedom f- flag f- flying American. I don't know, Johnny. I think I think Malachi got the points on that one. Uh, do what you got to do, Drew. Pen and paper wins the war. <laughs> All right, let's push, let's push forward. Let's float forward gently like a Zeppelin. How about that? Now it's time to take a quick break to recognize one of the phenomenal brand partnerships that makes our show possible. You guys ready? Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by DNA. That's right, folks. DNA, the first 100% free at-home DNA test. Do you have to pay for it? Nay! The only requirement is that you allow the fine folks at DNA to create a clone of you that will be sent to mine the solar system's asteroid belt for natural resources sometime in the 2100s. So join the throngs of DNAers who are getting to find out with surgical precision just how Italian they are. Sorry for the ruse, Malachi, but I collected a DNA sample off of your watermelon Rita last recording session and sent it to DNA. How excited are you to find out what level of Italian lurks in your thick blood? It was weird. They actually expedited my results for some reason, and all they did was send back a Xerox copy of Denzel Washington's headshot. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, it can mean a lot of things. They can mean I'm, maybe they mean I'm out of time, because he was in a movie called Out of Time, or they can mean I'm... I am training day, or they could mean that I am black. All right. That's what I got back. It said, and the outside of the envelope was very misleading because it said, your results are here. Can't wait to see what's inside. Open up. It was very exciting. Open it up. Just a picture of Denzel. Huh. Well, did you hang it up somewhere at least? It's nice to have a picture of Denzel. 
I, yeah, I hung it up right next to a handwritten letter I have from my mother where she detailed a story about the time she slept with a budding actor in, in college. Johnny, the hardworking scientists at DNA were particularly excited to get their hands on a sample of your material because apparently you have a genetic profile that's quite conducive to surviving hard labor and microgravity. Tell us a little bit about the excitement you're feeling today knowing that your clones will be an important part of throwing the gold market off kilter in the 22nd century. I am the real John Moreno. <laughs> I am. I am. I am, I am the, I am the real John Moreno. I am him. I like travel. I like travel and space to go work hard for, for John Moreno. <laughs> he, I, I am good at labor and I am, I am me. I am not the third one. <laughs> I am not the third one. Thank you. You're welcome. That's right, folks. It's DNA. I'm me. Launching humanity into the stones. I am real. Great work, guys. You get some point, some uh, some point crumbs for, for doing such a good commercial. Well done. Some crumbs of points. Let's do round three. Round three. This one's called Hip Record Shop. For this scene, one of our players will be a customer entering a hip record shop, and the other player will be the record shop owner. It'll be up to the record shop owner to find out a little bit more about the customer's musical taste, then recommend them some irrelevant and obscure nonsense they've never heard of, just like in real life. How's that sound? All right. Uh, Malachi, why don't you be the record shop owner? Right. Johnny, you're the customer this time. Let's hey, welcome magic. to... Well, hello, welcome to Big D's record store and emporium of other things how can i help you like that big energy coming out strong oh you know me they don't call me big darius for nothing all right they called me it for something why because i'm big i mean you are girthy (laughs) and i'm darius your name is darius so says your name tag all right what's your name What, what can i get for you today my name is nancy patankin hey nancy nice to meet you all yeah, right it was a rough name growing up hey i can imagine hey it nancy have been boy rougher than that face <laughs> hey, okay. i do have a ugly mug it's from an accident yeah. i was in smashed it up good hey well congratulations no problem all right what kind of uh, record are you looking for today i don't know one that i could play for children so they won't scream when they look at me perfect here's one right over here it's called it's a record, an obscure record by an artist from 1952. The title of the record is Stop Screaming at Me, You Ugly Little Motherfuckers. Uh, that sounds a bit aggressive. <laughs> did they make mu- uh, music in 1952? They did. Uh-huh. They did make. All right, well, here's another one. Uh, this is from an experimental artist. Uh, is, is it jazz? Because I hate jazz. No, it's not jazz. It's okay. an experimental type of music, which is a cross between a harp and an electric guitar. Oh, <laughs> this is some of that electric music. Yeah, huh? the title of this. Uh, the first song on this album is, Hey, little kids, you want to stare at me? I'll give you something to stare at. Man, that's what I already say. Well, well then, uh, maybe we need to switch gears a little bit. Maybe and... more like it's Halloween coming up. Maybe like a basket full of candy and some Yanni. I don't okay. know. Okay, all right. Here's, here's a basket full of hand grenades for the children. Um, just pull the key and they will flee. How about just a, uh, how about just a Justin Bieber record? I'll take the Justin Bieber record. All right. Thank you. <laughs> kids love the Biebs. They do. All right. Well done. Well, that episode of Versus has got me feeling as pleased as punch, as right as rain, folded as a fresh pile of laundry, satiated and saved from a hunger I hadn't previously known existed. Speaking of sating primal subconscious hungers, let's have a look at the product of people attempting to satisfy the most ancient of desires. 
Arby's. Going to Arby's. Are we sponsored by Arby's now? Sponsored by Arby's. I mean, I used to love Arby's. Then we get Ving Rams to be like, versus we have the laughs. (laughs) (laughs) This baby has a nice part. Oh, that's a nice baby, man. Yeah. Like... But that the nicer the baby looks, the more likely they are to get kidnapped. So buckle up, Junior. <laughs> that baby looks like he's got a dark secret. <laughs> yeah, the dark secret is his dad. <laughs> None of the views or opinions or whatever the hell was just said is in any way representative of anyone who just said anything on this podcast. Versus is a work of fiction and should never ever be taken as serious advice. Versus is not suitable for children. Versus is also not suitable for adults or the elderly. We probably should move that part to the beginning of the podcast. If you're enjoying Versus, please visit our website, versuspod.com. Subscribe, like, and share. Versus.